You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Northern Colorado and listeners across the globe, you're listening to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice, here with my co-host, Alyssa Sanchez. Yes. And behind the glass, the man, the myth, Micah. (laughs) Darth (laughs) Ambivalous. (laughs) (laughs) We're here in the Aloe Fiber Studios in downtown Greeley on this rather rainy Tuesday. It is rainy. I do. I don't mind the rain. I I like the rain. I think it's good for us. It makes everything green. But I don't like when it flash floods. I'm no, and you're downtown, and I worked downtown for yeah. seven years, and uh, we've had some really rotten situations happen downtown because the uh, sewer system just can't keep up with uh, with the downpour. Plus, it's in the lowest part of Greeley, but uh, right, yeah. right across 8th Avenue to the east is a bunch of really swampland and marshland, which is why um, investors in uh, residential haven't yet started building east of 8th Avenue. Mm. It's not because people think it's well, it is kind of still, still scary mm-hmm. and sketch, but um, yeah, that's uh, not good development area. So they are working out a plan so we can not just expand west, but also east. Oh, that would be interesting. You know, downtown Greeley in rainy weather always reminds me of Denver because that's where I'm from. And I don't know why, but just the, the class, I don't know. I don't know what about it. Just always makes me feel like I'm in, I'm, I'm more in the city. Interesting. I, yeah. um, it doesn't make sense, but it's just how I feel. <laughs> you, do you just imagine skyscrapers around? And I think it's the lack of sky, maybe, yeah. There's oh, not yeah. a lot of blueness. So sure. It's... Yeah, those big cities don't offer a lot of uh, natural sunlight to, no. to the peasants on the walking levels. Exactly. New York, Chicago, other places. Lots of other cities, I'm sure. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, you know, as, as you'll always catch any Colorado and say, well, we need the moisture. It's true, we do. If so. I had a nickel, truly, if I had a nickel for every time I've heard that. You'd be rich. Well, nickels don't get you that much. Unless I have a question for you. Would you rather have $1 million right now okay, or to double the value of a penny for 30 days? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure if I worked out the math, it would end up being a lot, but a million is already a lot, so I'll take a million now. Michael, what about you? Would you take a penny doubled every day for 30 days or a million dollars right now? Do I have to pay taxes? Um, no. We're just going to say no. Is this a trick question? Like, you, you have the answer to it already? I, of course I have the answer to it. Uh, whichever gets me more money. Okay. So, a million dollars... Is a million dollars. Yes. Six zeros after a one. Yes. A penny doubled for 30 days okay. is $10,737,418.20. How can that be true? Because you are 
multiplying it, you're doubling it every day. So we have one penny. Then we have two times. Yep, yeah, it's gonna be like <laughs> Michael Scott that episode. <laughs> I just saw a reel of it, which was next year I'm six. It's when he's being explained <laughs> what explained when it he has a like I'm five. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now next summer I'm six. I mean that's just one of the best lines that is. Anyway, I, I said that recently to somebody. I think it was to Michaela, my coworker. She, I asked her to explain something to me like I was five because I didn't understand. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I, we'll get into that later. So day two, you have two cents. Day three, four cents, then eight cents, then 16 cents, then 32, 64, $1.28, 256, 512, $10 ish, 20, 40, All right. 80, 163, 327, 655, 1,310, 26, 21, 5,200, 10,500, 20,900, 42,000, and I'm rounding up at this point. Right. 84,168,336,671,000. Mm-hmm. I lost track. Where am I? What day I am have I? no idea. 20? Uh, 1.3 million, 2.68 million, 5 million, and then last day, 30 days, now, 10 million, 737. Wow. Are you adding all those to all of those days together? It's all compounded. So okay. it just gets doubled every day. One, two, mm-hmm. one. Oh, no. Well, yeah, it's it's doubled every day, but like you're you're doing day one, and then you're adding that to the day two double. Yes. So yep. you're not only getting uh, the penny on the first day, but you're getting the two pennies on the second day. So you have a total of three cents. Nope, you have four cents. So you doubled it the second day to two pennies. Then the third day is four pennies. The fourth day is eight pennies, or a nickel. And yeah, three, but on three on pennies. the second day, if you combine the two, you're gonna have a total of three pennies. Nope, you're just doubling that one, so you get. One penny. You're doubling your one. <laughs> so you have two. But you're but you're adding from the day before. They don't add together. Yeah. They don't. So you're not adding your total. So you're not adding the total from day one. And then it's basically like gambling every day. Except it's a no, sure thing. Yeah. You just, hey, here's my penny. Tomorrow wa- I will have two pennies. You water it every day. The other day I'll have three pennies. Yeah. So you will have 10 million, well... Ten point nine point seven million more dollars if you double a penny every day for thirty days. Oh, I don't need that many million. I just I'm good with one. <laughs> one million doesn't last a long time. Not in today's economy. I don't have a million now, and I'm making it, so I think I'll, <laughs> I'll be okay. You'll make it easier, Alyssa. Anyway, I just thought that's you a fun realize fact. you're going to spend it all. How do you know that? Because most people would be like, look at all this. I'm going to buy a house. And then they forget about property tax. Maybe I wouldn't do that. Maybe I'll And then just... they forget about the HOA. Well, these are people who don't have responsible financial advisors true. At, their, at their disposal. It's I mean, true. I think if you came into a significant chunk of money, whether it be the lottery, which is probably the best way to come into a significant amount of money because you don't have to release that you want it. It can be anonymous. So no it one. It depends on the state. Well. In Colorado, at least, it's uh, it can be anonymous. That would be great. And uh, then uh, I was just having this conversation with some good friends of mine this weekend. She was saying, I wouldn't tell my kids. I'd barely tell my husband. <laughs> he was sitting right yeah. there, too. Um, so it was just uh, it was enjoyable and uh, conversation. I go, yeah, that would be neat to not, uh, you know, you don't get yeah. hounded and harangued by everyone who wants a slice of your million bucks. You know, I had this thought when, you remember when the mega millions, it just kept going and going. I think it was in 2019. I don't know why, but I I bought like one or two tickets and I convinced myself I was going to win, but I was not excited. I was extremely anxious mm. because I was like, I don't know. 
Like I don't, I'm not prepared to handle this amount of money. I don't even know I'll take how some I would. Of it. Well, it was that's exactly the thing. I was like, I don't know how I would. I feel like people would just be like, "Can I have some?" And I would say, "Sure." And then money can cor- corrupt people. I don't know. It was. I got really stressed out. Thank God I didn't win. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I'll I'll wow. be happy with you buying me a, a case of Mountain Dew. See, but how many people are gonna want a case of Mountain Dew, Micah? <laughs> a Mega Millions only goes so far. It's true. But with the right investments to secure your future, yeah, it's just crazy. All right, enough about money talk. What else? What's what? What? What's? We haven't been on in two weeks. I and know. We've had a roller coaster of adventures over the last few weeks. We have. Starting with Easter brunch. We did. We had an epic Easter brunch. Mike, I didn't tell you this because we didn't have a show after Easter. But were you still there? Or I don't think you were. I had I had about what eleven people over, eight mm-hmm. people over for brunch. It was lunch. It wasn't a brunch. Um, and I met a real-life person who was raised by <gasps> Flat Earthers. Yes, I wasn't there, but you texted me. Remember, Micah? We were talking about that the week before Easter, and you went on your little tirade. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, moron. <laughs> there <laughs> yeah, we go. He's very familiar with that. And yes, I met a, uh, a gal who was raised by Flat Earthers. Was she a Flat Earther? No. How did she come about not being a flat earther? That's a great question. We didn't dive into it too deeply, but I definitely she probably want to paid learn attention more. in science class. Or any, she was they, her parents believed all the conspiracy theories, wow. all of them, but not the fun ones like uh, National Treasure, where you believe those and go out on a treasure hunt because that would have been fairly fun and the lucrative treasure hunt to do for as the a family. Edge of the world. Yeah, you Wait, can't what? believe in all the of the conspiracy theories because some of them like clash with each other. Even like some of the people who like have a certain political point of view, their conspiracies compete with one another. So you have to like pick and choose which BS you buy into. That, that's <laughs> that's extremely true. Yeah, I, so, like and some of those conspiracy th- uh, some of those conspiracy theories like actually turn out to be true. And so when you mock those people and you realize, oh, you were right. Dang it, I feel like an idiot. But most of the time, they're wrong. Well, I don't know that for a fact or the statistics <laughs> on it, but it would be a fascinating, you know, Netflix series to take the top ten conspiracy theories and and to to hypothesize on whether they are true or not. The only reason why Nostradamus like is so highly you know regarded in some communities is because he got so much right, but he like also predicted a bunch of stuff. Well, it's like the Mayan calendar. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times is the world supposed to end? Significant amount of time since. I feel as though the world has ended in a lot of ways. Well, that was... <laughs> it was deep, I know. It was. <laughs> it's the rain. Yeah. See, Got me feeling moody. Oh, yeah. See, I, when I, I, we were asking what music to play today, I said, what did I say? Dumpy. Rainy and dumpy. <laughs> yes. That's how we're feeling. Well, yeah. It's, well, it's kind of dumping outside. And there's a, there's a lot happening astrologically. I, who, can, yes. We this, we're going to get into Alyssa's segment Speaking of, of conspiracy theories. Astrology. <laughs> Thank you, I don't Micah. think this is a conspiracy theory. I think it's a way to interpret what's ha- what's truly happening. Yes. Yeah, so is flat earth theory. <laughs> <laughs> but mine involves space. Yes, and space is a lot cooler than flat earths. Yes. Or flat planets. Yes. But you know what was the coolest flat thing that I've I've had in the past year? What? Flat Micah when we went to San Francisco for Star Wars Land and Micah was in all of our nerdy photos. That's we That's had a flat amazing. Micah. Micah, you're tagged in these photos. I don't have it. Scott does, and he may or may not still have it above his mantle with a light shining on your head. Stay tuned for more Nick's Next. <laughs> we'll be right back.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Nick Snacks with Alyssa. Yep. The co-host. I love that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got to think of something to say, but every time you start introducing me, I panic and I'm like, all I've got is yep or yeah. Well, at least you consistent. I'll come up with something. That's fine. Bring me your top 10 best ideas by next week. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Cool. Bippity boppity. That's already taken. Um, who? Uh, what did Daryl teach Michael in the office? Uh, didn't he teach him bippity boppity? And uh, he taught him about, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. We'll have to look that up. Yes. Uh, before we get into Alyssa's astrology, which might be, you know, in the third or fourth. No, it won't be fourth. But uh, what was I talking about? Flat Earth. Daryl. Da- well, Daryl from The Office. No, it was about a, some movies I've watched the last yes. few weeks. Um, being trying to give myself some more, uh, and they talk about this in Ted Lasso all the time of, of cut, you know, hey, I'm going to give you a pair of scissors, you know, to cut some slack. So mm-hmm. cut myself some slack, and I've been going at it hard the last few weeks studying, and uh, have not been as kind to myself as I need to be to balance work life. Which, you know, I don't think I've ever done that anyway. (laughs) But getting around to that. So the first movie, and uh, this goes back to Alyssa's You Need to Cry on Your Birthday. Yes. Not necessarily You Need to Cry, but I cry on my birthday, and everyone should. Yes. could be a a book. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I uh, I watched The Whale, which uh, stars Brendan Fraser, who, you know, was most famously known for his roles uh, in the early Mummy movies and a couple Mm. of other odds and end things. But he has an incredible supportive fan base, incredibly supportive fan base. Um, And he won Best Actor. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one remarkable that he came back, you know, out of really the blacklisted actors pages and got the Best Actor in his first major film in a long time. And holy cow. Um, I, I think I texted Alyssa. I said, mm-hmm. I, I ugly cried at that. It was heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. He had a phenomenal performance. Uh, Sadie Sink stars in it as well. She is, of course, most known as Max in uh, Stranger Things. Or Did she break the, her legs? No, she didn't. In the 10-minute version of All Too Well, the music video, she plays Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> oh, she plays Taylor Swift. Yes. Okay. She's not in Taylor Swift's musical. Cats? What? <laughs> nah. Taylor Swift wrote a song for Cats. Uh, no, it's not a Taylor Swift musical. It's just a short film that Taylor Swift directed, and it's amazing. And oh. Sadie Sink is the main character. Ah, uh, okay. Well, now this is all making... Well, it still doesn't make sense, but... It's okay. <laughs> together. <laughs> yep. Anyway, if you haven't seen The Whale, it is well worth the rent on Amazon. I don't think it's coming out anywhere that you can't don't have to pay for it anytime soon, but uh, it is a powerful story that you, I think everyone can relate to in a sense, and as disturbing as it is, like not gory or anything, mm-hmm. just sad. Um, you just can't turn away, and it was absolutely phenomenal. I have, I, I can go back through the last ten years of Best Actors, and don't think anyone could compare to Brendan Fraser's performance in that movie. Really, it was so good and so powerful. Oof. Did you did you take anything major away from it? Like, what was your main takeaway? Or was it just like you were just experiencing the art? I was just experiencing it. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, at his worst of times, the mistakes he made, the trauma he had in his life and his, you know, impending death of eating himself to death. Uh, he still cared for the little things like birds and left food outside for mm. um, for birds, you know. Um, yeah. It's just it's. 
things like that. I don't know. It was a phenomenal movie, though. I highly encourage anyone to watch it and um, either watch it on your own if you uh, don't want to be seen caught crying <laughs> by anyone or if you and your significant other or spouse are both uh, emotional when you watch powerful movies, then it is a, a, a good couple cry cinematic experience. Mm. I was trying to go with more alliteration. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I recently watched the Mario movie. Okay. That is very different. But equally Did as you, good. Was Rainbow Road included in it? Yes. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. All the classic things from Mario were in it. Was it a story or was it about racing? No, it was a story. It was a it was a it was the story of how essentially it was Mario's origin story kind of. Mm-hmm. But the interviews that I had seen, I was really confused because Jack Black dresses up for his interviews. So I as don't Mario? as Bowser, he's Bowser. Oh. I don't know why I thought it was live action. I was extremely <laughs> I was extremely well all the actors kind of, you know, like the girl who plays Peach is blonde. So I was like, yeah, That's and fair. you know, and Jack Black's Jack Black, right. so he, of course. So I thought it was live action. I was I I was just prepared for a very different kind of experience, but it was real it was so wholesome, it was so fun. Their toad was in it. Toad did not use the toad voice, which made me sad. And what Mario is the toad voice. I can't do it. You can, Alyssa. Uh, I can't. Not on. Not under pressure. You know the Toad voice. I actually don't. What is the Toad voice? <laughs> oh my God. Like he, he's like is all the... raspy and he's, you know. Who's Toad? Toad is what? Toad is the little Toad mushroom dude that he oh, like the has mushroom to get saved. Okay. His name well, is I toad. still don't know. Okay. Well, he's that... in it. I mean, the star. Luigi. Luigi is a huge part of it. What about uh, who's the the tall evil guy? Is he evil though? Waluigi or yeah, Wario? Wario. They weren't in it. My my favorite part of it though was that I I really like Luigi's Mansion. That was like my game growing up, and they had a little like a tiny nod to it in Luigi's storyline because it's right. totally different. But yeah, it was good. There's a, an epic scene with Bowser on the piano singing, and of course, it's Jack Black. Yes, and I I don't know if this is true, but I heard that it was the voice recording was done during COVID, so a lot of it was done over Zoom, which mm. is really interesting. Yeah, it's amazing the sound the quality they got in some of those. Yeah, so mm. it was, but it was it was great. It was really good. I liked it. I liked Peach's story in it. Mm. So that's that's one epic movie I watched. Epic. I watched one more a couple days ago, and it was really good. Uh, Devotion. I saw it as a as a um, trailer in theaters, and it looked like it would have been awesome in theaters. It was about the Korean War and some aviators, uh, one being the first black aviator, um, something brown, something brown. What's his name? Jim Brown. James Brown. Jim Brown? Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he was an ace. He had, um, you know, good pilot on you know, a crew with, you know, six other um, – or sorry, five other white guys, and they mm-hmm. all t- took to him. I mean, he was special. There were some fights that break out between the Navy pilots and the Army and, of course, things like that. But uh, it's a really powerful, based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had a wife and a daughter, and he, oh, gosh, the way he signed his letters, and that was like one of the fading moments, too, of the movie is his handwriting in the way that he would always end letters to his wife. And it was oh. just so amazing, you know. Uh, belovedly yours, you know, for always and forever, um, you know, James. Oh, it was Amazing, but well, tragically, he uh, uh, they're on a little run, and I, I didn't don't know more much about the Korean War. It's called the the Forgotten War, 
Um, but yeah, in the early early times, China was helping out North Korea, and Russia was you know poking the bear. The Cold War was well underway, um, but the U.S. couldn't engage. China, otherwise we'd start another world war, but China was supplying the North Koreans, and then it was really close to the borders, so the pilots had to, uh, you know, be very tight with their formations, making sure they don't shoot anything on the opposite side of the river. Well, long story longer, uh, they go out on a a rapid run, knowing full well it was going to be very dangerous Mm. um, to save the Marines. I mean, they were just getting bombarded, and uh, they flew over, and poor James took a took a, a gun fire hit and was just playing was leaking oil and then went down got pinned between his uh his uh, cockpit and his seat and then his his wingman who was also in uh he was a fighter pilot i can't remember who he was uh in top gun maverick uh he was his wingman he was a great character um went down scuttled his plane to try to save james and sadly he passed away and um mm. yeah anyway it was a great film about a forgotten war and um, kind of like the brotherhood of of, of wingmen and, and service. So, gosh, that was a that was a hard film to watch. I did not expect him to die. I did yeah. not. I don't know much about the Korean War, and I it was a little sad. Wow, it's been a rough couple movies for you. Hey, sometimes good, you need to rough. feel yeah. the feels. A good cry, belated, but still. Belated, but still. Stay tuned for more Nick's next. We're gonna get into space with Alyssa. Yes. Alyssa's headspace. Nope, space space. Headspace Space with Alyssa. Yes. I don't know. We'll come up with something better. Stay tuned. (laughs) We'll be right back. Welcome back to Nick's Snacks. As we were discussing movies and other things, I don't know. Uh, we're going to talk with Alyssa about her interpretations of the interpretations of space yes. and astrology. But a fun fact, if you did not know, um, ever since Jupiter was discovered, like 300-some-plus years ago, and actually like got to see it, it's had that that um, the great storm. What do they call it? The red storm? The mm. big, big, big storm on Jupiter? I think that's the one. Anyway, um, it is larger than the Earth. And it's been going wow. on for thousands of years. I think that's that's crazy. Yeah, and they're they're able to house a Borg cube there. Oh, see, space is you, crazy. You missed the the nerd show last hour. I did. You li- you missed my anger, my fury. <laughs> that was a good fury voice. I I was not happy with the mm. end of Picard. Yeah, who would be? <laughs> Morons. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had Dan Madsen on, and he liked it. You're not calling Dan Madsen a moron, Micah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk about the final episode. He could have he could have been wrong. Oh, maybe. Just... No, so, sometimes people are wrong. He he'd never back when we had him on, he we'd only been through 9 out of 10 episodes. So mm. maybe he saw the 10th episode and got it right. Um, maybe. Well, Alyssa, astrologically speaking, um, is there anything in space that indicates why Picard went so poorly for Micah? There's a lot happening in space right now. So last week we didn't have a show, but it was the end of Aries season. And on the last day of Aries season, there was a lunar eclipse 
with a north node. So what that means, I don't I don't know really what it means truthfully, but <laughs> I no. love that. So what it means, I actually don't know what it means, well, but I don't I don't know what it means for the planets, but I know that I know what it means for us. So an eclipse is always an interesting time just cuz it's it's like a lot of charged energy. It's a time of like reinvention and change and it's not a good time to like the full moon is usually a good time to try to, you know, bring about new things in your life. The eclipse, you kind of just lay low. <clears throat> so with this in the north node, that means it's like an, a chance to look at what's not working in your life and what's not serving you, but in a really chaotic way. So then the next day, Taurus season started. Happy birthday to all my fellow Tauruses. When and does Lux's season start? It's every day of the year. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. Um, <laughs> and then... This week, or shortly following the eclipse, we had Mercury go into retrograde in Taurus, which is really stressful for... Didn't Mercury just come out of retrograde? Mercury is just crazy. It goes into retrograde in different like planets so or uh. yeah in different ways so right now it's in retrograde for Taurus and so what that means is the things that are kind of being upheaved uh, retrograde is always a time to look at again things that aren't serving you the things that are being upheaved are things like your stability your home life your financial life like it's all that kind of stuff and mercury in retrograde also makes you it makes you think a lot about your past and a and lot do you of, have to be a tour, tourist for that or everybody it affects everybody oh thank god because i've been that way yes it it really affects cardinal signs so Cardinal signs are like Taurus, Leo, the signs that are right at the Aries? peak. Not Aries, but it does still affect Aries, especially because of the eclipse. Aries what does were... it do for Astro's signs? <clears throat> because didn't they cheat to get the World Series? So maybe it was the astrology. It was, actually. Yeah, yeah we could blame it on the astrology. It wasn't the Astros. No. No, that was still human. We, You cannot misguide human behavior and blame it on well, she was just blaming Astrology. the uh, the cardinals' signs on <laughs> oh on God. the stars. It's true. This is the stars' fault. But yeah. next week we have another eclipse in Scorpio, and so the eclipse in Aries. It was the first time that's happened in decades. The eclipse in Scorpio is the last time that'll happen for like a hundred years. Wow. So it's you Scorpios better watch out. Yes, but it's a it's a south node. Eclipse. How many Scorpios will that kill? God, I twenty seven percent. Yeah, it's not looking good for the Scorpios. Sorry, uh oh, twenty-seven percent are gonna die. Wait, is that according to you or according to Nick? I just make up numbers. But what does a South Node mean? We've had a North Node. Yes, so a South Node means that it's it's more settling. A North Node is like everything is getting upheaved. A oh, South sorry. Node is. Scorpio is going to be fine, not 27%. Exactly. I didn't know what South Node meant, but my predictions are adjusting. Yes. So the eclipses usually come together. So it's interesting. They come in pairs. So it's interesting that we have an eclipse and then a retrograde and another eclipse. And this retrograde will happen Does for a month. Does it always do that? No. Oh. There's not always a retrograde after an eclipse. So it's, a, it's an interesting time. If everybody's feeling a little bit weird and like not sure of themselves, it's a good time to just... Like wait it out, see see what you feel like serves you and what doesn't, and hmm. just it sounds like my therapy yesterday. Yes, it's not a good time to make rash decisions. I don't general. think I have many that I've made recently. Good. Um, no, not gonna, not that I can think of. Yeah, it's an interesting time. It's a big time of change for a lot of people. I've uh, I've had not my best uh, well time lately. I mean, the transition mm -hmm. from 
careers to ending relationships to well adopting a dog and then giving away a dog to a mm-hmm. very good family and, and friends um, to just struggling with uh, the, the the balance of how much I need to study and if I'm not studying then I'm not learning if I'm not learning I'm going to fail if I fail I'm going to be you know a deadbeat for the rest of my life my brain uh, how do they say catastrophizes yes um, and living life like just like the movie you were talking about it's the little moments in life that really matter like the the feeding bird moments. Mm-hmm. It's not the big ones. No. So I had a really great uh, uh, session the other day, and I think more people should talk about therapy. I mm-hmm. I've honestly have never been in it, um, like seriously. Maybe you want to see a counselor once or twice at school. Um, and it's it's remarkable just – and I, I have these blunt conversations with mm-hmm. the therapist of, you know, please don't pander. Like, don't – I don't need – oh, that must have been difficult for you. That must have been this. Like, I don't need that, please. Mm-hmm. Like – how can I get to where I want to be? You know, mm-hmm. give me the tools to get where I want to be. So we had a good, good chat yesterday. I was outside absorbing some vitamin D. Also, fun fact: you know, redheads make their own vitamin D. What? Yeah. So I didn't know that. they are most likely to survive an apocalypse of sorts if they can never get outside. They can wow. create their own vitamin D because their skin can't. Interesting. You don't see a tan redhead. You see a freckly redhead. That's true. Yeah, and I'm not a redhead, awesome. but I've I can't tan. I, I just have a bunch of freckles. Well, you might have some redhead in you. Some fire. I am. Uh, you suck am... the souls out of many people, I'm sure. <laughs> I was just waiting for that. <laughs> I am very Scots-Irish. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that uh, the only reason why there are redheads in the British Isles are because they were conquered by the Vikings. So the Vikings are responsible for all the redheads. I... I think that might be why there are more frequent redheads up in the Isles and mm-hmm. Scotland and Ireland rather than anywhere else in the world, but perhaps. It's possible. I mean, I haven't been to Europe, so I I don't know where all the redheads are. I might be going next year. But for that, I'll wrap up this segment with just some tips and tricks on therapy. Is one Honestly, I encourage it. If your workplace mm-hmm. has a, um, a EAP, an employee assistance program, that's what I'm using right now, and it's fantastic. It's free. It's it's You can text them. You can do a video chat, live video, or you know screens off. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gave me a couple tools, and now I started today back on yoga because I haven't done yoga in a long time um, to get back and consistent to, to start doing more for me just being at home, doing more stuff around the house, and then also making sure I have really quality time with my, with my peeps, my fam, mm-hmm. my you know my what do you call them the family I built found the, family my found family yes, mm-hmm. um, and then also got me on this. I wish I'd found it like a couple of years ago because it's really a high powered um, kind of brain manipulation type of thing um, for high powered individuals, you know, CEOs, entrepreneurs, um, people who are chronically stressed like me, um, and so far it's been pretty powerful so Mm. highly recommend 10 out of 10 therapy is good for everyone don't hold it in because um somebody said something to me recently if you if you hold something in um just think of it as carbon monoxide it will slowly kill you but if you Mm. if your mouth is the vent if you release it um you know that's just exhausting all your all your not all your but a lot of that angst and pressure and Mm. toxicity poison really that's beautiful i think i got that from the whale i like to release it at people Yep, Micah just faces the other way. Anyway, that was, uh, uh, stay tuned for more Nick's Snacks. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Nick's Snacks in the Aloe Fiber Studios. Nick Kenny here with Alyssa Sanchez, the co-host. We were just talking TV shows uh, before this, but I realized I hadn't been on in, in, in a couple weeks, and the saga of my home has been... Yes. Exciting. I even made mm-hmm. Alyssa download Snapchat. You did. On the Sunday before my Series 66 exam, which then got canceled for, well, it's a long story. Yep. Um, that did not serve me well in the end. But mm-hmm. more opportunities are arising. I will be yes. okay. Anyhow, my garage door broke, and I spent five hours on a Sunday doing it myself. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big do-it-yourselfer. Um, I rarely like to have to call and help, unless, of course, I need a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was right after I, I – de- uh, no. No, that wasn't right after. That was the same day. Um, well, I tried to fix it, busted cable on one side, so I reattached it. That was incredibly challenging to do. Then went over to the other side. Also, lifting up a garage door is really hard mm-hmm. uh, by yourself. Those things are heavy. Um, didn't realize how heavy they were. And anyway, my Snapchat story depicts it all of <laughs> all of the opportunities and challenges that arose that day, only to discover at the very end, once uh, Scott Magerflesh came over to, to assist me one last time opening up the garage, uh, was that the torsion spring was broken. And uh, you don't want to mess with those things. Those are very dangerous. They could rip off your arm, your fingers, um, surgeries upon surgeries if you get injured from one um, a lot of tension that helps to raise and lower the uh, garage door so had to have a garage door company come out and they came out on tuesday the supposed day of my series 66 until it was canceled uh, that was my roy kent growl mm-hmm. and then my uh, yard guy was out there and i got a lot of problems with my yard i got a sprinkler problem a busted pipe somewhere that he still just couldn't fix so i need to bring in a a plumber my pellet grill and smoker died and i tried doing everything i could to fix that and and that's gone um yeah my house is taking a beating oh my furnace is going out um which is fine now i'm not going to need it over the next several months but uh you know trying to come up with with several thousand dollars um i said you buy a house they said it'll be fun yeah Mm. until all these problems happen but I hate Ugh. to bring up the stars, but t- very Taurus retro Mercury retrograde. Uh, things are breaking left and right. Yes, but that's all right. I'm making. I, I'm going to be able to save up for those replacements yes. and repairs. The garage is fixed now. Um, just a pain in the butt. Anyway, I uh, one of my healing things, you know, truly mm-hmm. is is television shows because mm-hmm. I can get really attached to characters, and I think that they've they're this day and age, the TV shows that are coming out are resonating. I think so much further than than anything we've had in the past from 10 years ago, 20, 30, 40, anything, maybe one or two great shows here or there. I just finished up the last season of Better Call Saul on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just did it again. Um, that Those two shows, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, just draw you in. It's very similar to Game of Thrones. You know they're bad guys. You know they're doing things evil, but you just can't help to sometimes cheer for them or, or, or root for their death or whatever it is. It's storytelling telling that's really well it's being matched all over the place now mm-hmm. well I, I don't say matched all over the place because you don't want the latter seasons to just go downhill to uh, just suddenly hit a wall and then go downhill and disappoint everyone i didn't think i'd like better call saul as much because he wasn't a favorite character of mine in breaking bad but his journey and their storytelling, especially the last couple episodes after one of the most shocking deaths on TV, the shocking and unexpected. I mean, it was I was silent for a while, which is hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm like, 
I, uh, uh, oh my. Yeah, it it was a. I mean, wow. Um, but there's all. I mean, so if I'm rating shows, that's up there as a as a top ten of the year or the last couple of years. Uh, didn't I root? Didn't I uh, on the nerd show? Didn't I talk about like my top thirty shows of the year? And I think that was in like number eight. I think so. I don't remember. My memory kind of stinks. Um, of course, Ted Lasso is really mm-hmm. bringing out all the punches uh, this season. I love Ted Lasso. The last few episodes have been really just significant from any viewpoint of, of all the characters and seeing kind of them turn around with Ted's speech a few weeks ago um, to uh, to to Colin and what's happening with him and even uh, with um, Trent Krim, Independent. Uh, just wow. I just love what's happening in this season. I think they're going to wrap up the series really well. And we're on the last season of Barry right now, which is another show I did not think I would enjoy. Bill Hader wrote it and is fantastic. I think Brett Don't Goldstein's be a, hater. a writer. Well done, Micah. He <laughs> um, had to take over the puns for me last hour, so he's on it. Mm. Um, Brett Goldstein, who is in, I think he plays Roy Kent, um, is, is a writer, I think, on, uh, um, it could also be um, Coach Beard's character I, uh, name. I can't remember him. Um, but it's about uh, Bill Hader, and he's, it's you know everyone knows him as the comedian, but he has had a lot of trauma in his life, and mm. um, he actually has horrible stage fright, horrible. Um, and he's a phenomenal actor. So in this situation, he is a, a serial killer. He's a hitman that his uncle trained him after he got back from a very traumatic experience overseas uh, as a marine, and um, just goes in kills people and wow. then he's got in with the gangs accidentally and uh well he, started he wants to change his life he does he started to become an actor and the, it's, his, it's all about like him trying to get rid of his past mm-hmm. and become this new thing become this actor but every time he tries to become the actor he does something that digs himself deeper in the hole oh gosh his monologue he has to give to um Oh, who's the actor's name? It's Gene Cousineau, but uh, played by... Uh, who the heck was that guy? Name's at the tip of my tongue. Yeah, he I was know. the Fonz. Uh, the Fonz. Yeah. Anyway, um, he's the acting coach, but he's like, give me a monologue. So he gives him a monologue of a true story. And he's like, that's amazing. That's fantastic. You have to tell it. And he goes, no, that's a real thing that happened. He goes... Barry, you can't tell anyone about that in the rest of your life. <laughs> yep. um, but it's a phenomenal series. Uh, my favorite, Mike and I were talking off air, is Noho Hank, who's this uh, Chechen who's just flamboyantly fantastic in just the strangest ways. Um, Mike is very invested in his relationship with Well, he's got Christable. like – Yeah, he's he's got a relationship with like the leader of the uh, the other group, the uh, El Salvadorians, or I don't remember. Nope, yeah. Something. Yeah, with a Dominicans. with a South American group and like, like that guy, it, it's like you're you're rooting for them the entire time, even though they're like leaders of rival gangs and like Cristobal's always just like doing something stupid. He really like Cristobal in a way is his own worst enemy because like he, I think in a way he loves Barry. He's in love with Barry, but also he's in you mean love no, with Hank. Cristobal. Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Hank is in love with. Yes, Barry. I agree. I agree, because he thinks Barry has always been his best friend, and just Aww. it is, it is a phenomenal show. It's weird. It's quirky. I mean, this this past year, we've had the Peripheral. We've had Severance. That was fantastic on Apple Plus. Um, I don't have that. So Barry, I've never seen it. uh, it's just a great time to be watching television, and I like it because. N- rarely are these episodes more than thirty minutes or forty five minutes. Um, so it's good pacing. They're mm-hmm. not. 
giving away frivolous episodes. Um, everything is leading a story somewhere. All of these shows are. So um, that's my kind of entertainment. And again, I connect with the characters. You can, mm-hmm. you know, as you grow older, you experience more. And I think you can relate to a lot more characters and um, just uh, feel for them in a different way. You might I, try I have not Mayor murdered anybody, though. Let me just be very clear. I have not, right. to my knowledge, murdered anyone. Maybe not to your knowledge. I mean, I don't know how that could have been. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. I really struggle with watching TV. I think I, I know there's such good stuff out there, but I'm one of those people that I will just rewatch the same. If I like, I'm looking to wind down or like, I'll just rewatch the same. I watch the same three or four shows and it's just, but maybe I'll have to check these ones out. Well, it's comfort. And you know, when you're exhausted from a day of work, yeah, it's easier to go home to something like that. But I don't know. I can't remember the last time I rewatched The Office or Parks and Rec mm. or any of the top shows I used to love and watch all the time. Hmm. There's so much good new stuff out there. Except for Picard. Not well, yeah. But <laughs> some of the Star Trek. Those still those the wow, office will Star always Trek. hold true. I mean, that's oh, how half yes. my conversations happen I know. day. Well, thanks for listening to Nick Snacks. We'll be more consistent and regular just because we've been eating our fiber and we'll also be on the radio often too. <laughs> God. <Da-dum-sh. laughs> there we go. Thanks for tuning in. And that's our cutoff.